0: We are excited for you to listen to The Truth Is, and hear how women receive God's love and truth in their life. We pray that it will be a blessing for you in receiving God's love and truth in your life. Thank you for listening. to welcome all our listeners back to the truth is podcast the women of kings park welcome you thank you for listening um we have another wonderful episode planned for you today we have sonia joining us and we are so excited to hear about her story of truth um and how god has really revealed himself in her life so thank you sonia for joining us thank you for having me um and we'll get started. We'll get started with a little prayer if you don't mind. um Heavenly Father, we just thank you for this day and this time. We know that you are a God of perfect timing, and so yes, we thank God. you that this time will be used for your glory, Lord. We thank you for all of our listeners for wherever they are, in whatever time. Um, you've called them in their life for whatever season god we just thank you that this message will be perfect in your time in their life lord yes and we ask that it will touch them at the specific moment that they need it because we know that um in your omnipotence you know when all needs uh, are 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 present and need to be met and so we thank you god for this message that we're going to hear today. We thank you, God, that we know that whenever believers join, you, you're you present. So we thank you for joining us in this conversation today. Um, and so we just ask that you bless us, bless the te- technology as always, mm-hmm. Jesus. Thank you. Just touch down on that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> thank you that your message of truth will be revealed to women as they listen to this. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Um, So Sonia, can you, we start, we kind of ask similar questions to all women, but how would you say you first started having a relationship, like a real relationship with God?
1: That is such a great question. And and I was thinking about that as I was uh, sort of reflecting on uh, some of the prompts that you've sent uh, just to think about. And so I... I grew up in a family that was religious uh, Mm -hmm. and there. So I was exposed to God at an early age. I remember being probably the age of four, looking out at the window at at night, looking up into the night sky and just being very keenly aware that there was a God and that it, because it was so beautiful and just this idea that um, that God I just knew I I was also a pretty deep child, (laughs) (laughs) serious thinker, but I just remember uh, that moment. And I actually gave my life to the Lord at the age of five. Um, I was water baptized at the same age. And you know, God is so good. His timing is so good because actually within probably a six month period of uh, me giving my life to the Lord, I had a tragic um, event happen in my life where Um, actually it happened such that the event happened first, uh, a man, um, unfortunately broke into our house and then sexually molested me and yes. Uh, but then like it was within that same time period where the message of the gospel also sunk into my five-year-old heart and, Mm -hmm. um, it was, it, it felt so real and I could cling to it, um which is again, I look back and I'm like, God, you are so good <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because my yeah. life could have gone in a number of different ways, but oh my gosh. for him to be right there. So I made a decision at that young age, uh, was water baptized. Um, and then, uh, my walk with the Lord, you know, was also following that of me just actually growing up (laughs) as a person. (laughs) Sure. Um, Sure. (laughs) Yeah. So, you know, there's the, the level of, but I remember like at the age of six or seven, hearing the Holy spirit speak to me very definitively while I was outside playing because I actually didn't tell my mom what happened that night. Wow. um, And I remember the Holy Spirit saying, Sonia, you need to talk to your mom. So I I told her about it, told my dad. And then, so at the age of 12, uh, I received the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Um, I, -hmm. I, yeah, I remember. And even within that circumstance, my parents had divorced and um, was living with my grandmother. We were in a really bad state and her home was a, a really... Uh, It was not a great living arrangement at all. And I remember me, actually, the impetus for me um, praying in the spirit, receiving my heavenly language was within that context of just praying like, God, please move, please change things. (laughs) So that happened at the age of 12 and then high school happened. But really fast forward to the age of 19 is when I rededicated my life to the Lord Um, because Although I had those significant moments with God, I was not in an environment where I was really being discipled, mm-hmm. uh, and so I was just sort of doing my own thing. But it was at the age of nineteen through the campus ministry at North Carolina State University mm-hmm. that i uh, that I rededicated my life to the Lord, and that from that moment on i 've never turned back.
0: Wow. I feel like you just you said so much in a matter of like four minutes. There's so many things, but yes. but I but I want to kind of kind of so, touch back to a couple of things because I have I have a question. Like how yes. how does five year old six year old Sonya walk around filled filled with the love of Jesus? How does that? How is that little girl yes. walking around? I just. That is such an amazing, amazing story. How, yes. how are you showing up in the world?
1: <laughs> you know, that's a great question. I think because of that very tragic and unfortunate incident and some mm-hmm. other dynamics going on in my family, I feel the way it showed up is that I developed a very deep relationship with God because <laughs> he was really the only one I could turn to. Um, so it was interesting because although, again, I, I I won't say that I immediately started reading my word and, you know, like, uh, Mm -hmm. started praying Mm -hmm. every day, partly because again, I'm five, so I'm still learning how to, (laughs) you know, like still get, like I was, (laughs) I was a pretty advanced, uh, student. So I was, I was, but you know, like, I think it was really, um, it, it was really just more so. That relationship, uh, like yeah. being aware of God, and and just I, I really feel like, especially from the ages of five to seven, the the Holy Spirit was really just sort of tuning my ear as a kid to mm-hmm. hear Him, because um, I was very sensitive, very artistic, very creative, even today. Mm-hmm. And so I think, mm-hmm. yeah, it's it's kind of that's a that's a fun question because I'm like, yeah, uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: you know. I didn't- yeah, no, I think it's just so interesting because you, it sounds it sounds like what what you're describing is you had this kind of definitive knowing, yes. and I've heard that from other believers even before because I think you know especially for the new believer you think like there's this switch going to be turned on and I'm speaking in tongues and I can memorize all the scripture and I can do and yeah. <laughs> and it doesn't you know that's not yeah. that's not everybody's story no. and so to hear that as a child what is true for a lot of believers that I I talk to is the moment where you just know there's a certainty. And so it sounds like what you're describing is even before you kind of knew how to read the scripture, you, there was a certainty in the relationship.
1: And it was, and, and what I love is that there was a decision like, which is Mm -hmm. so again, so again, I, I really am just so thankful for the goodness of God because yeah. I'm like, as a four-year-old, five-year-old, I understood the gospel enough because of that, that unfortunate event that happened, that tragic event, I, I understood enough that God could, um, could forgive my sins and make me clean. Like that was, mm-hmm. I remember being so aware of that at a five-year-old. Because a, an, an incident like uh, molestation or rape mm-hmm. just makes you mm-hmm. feel so unclean. And especially as a five year old, how do you process that? And so yeah. I just, I'm so thankful to God that um, it, in that moment, He was there to meet me um, and really give me hope. Um, as a five-year-old, <laughs> which is like, uh, Lord, oh my gosh, this, this it's amazing.
0: So that's mind. I mean, that's mind-blowing. But that's the truth of how big God is. Mm-hmm. You know, when when I prayed, I used the word kind of omnipotent, right? Yes, and I've heard God is omniscient, omnipotent, omnipresent. Mm-hmm. And when bad things happen, we can feel very far away from Him. Mm-hmm. And so to know that He was there, like right there. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like that.
1: Yeah, that's so big.
0: Yeah, that's so big. <laughs> yeah, that's, so big. Oh, that's amazing. What an amazing story. That's not something you hear like this six year olds walking around. Yeah, I got the love of Jesus in me. I'm good. <laughs> yeah, that's
1: why I really do have a heart for children and children worshipers. Um, Mm -hmm. that's just something that, um, had the opportunity to start a children's worship team at Kings park years ago, I think because Mm -hmm. of my own story, because I remember being four and five and Mm -hmm. being again, you know, you're still growing, you're still developing, but there's a God scripture says that God has set eternity in the hearts of men, you know, like it's Mm -hmm. there. And I remember I'm having these big questions as a four-year-old. And so I so, yeah, I'm definitely I believe the Holy Spirit is the same Holy Spirit in a four year old as in a, you know, 94 um, year old. So anyways, I'll I'll hop that's off that good. soapbox.
0: <laughs> no, no, that's good. I love it. I think that's the quote, the same Holy Spirit in a four year old as a 94 year old. I love that. That's so good. That should be a T-shirt. Okay. Oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so um, the other thing that I think that you mentioned and we 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 can transition, but I think it's sort of this universal truth about God that that sometimes can also get uh I guess lost mm-hmm. in, in some messaging is, you know, that when you got baptized by the Holy Spirit, right? You were in a situation that you know kind of felt dire mm-hmm. as you described it, right? Yeah. And so I think that sometimes again you know, if I'm sitting, you know, just accepting Christ and I'm watching all these people who are filled and they're, they, they, you know, it feels like they might have their life together. And I think sometimes people feel like once you kind of make your decision and you accept Christ that you're not supposed to have any other problems. And sometimes Mm, people can get really mm, discouraged by mm -mm. that. And so (laughs) (laughs) I think that that part of your story um, really kind of, you know, speaks to the truth that, you know, God doesn't make us that promise, but He does promise to be with us right, right. through those trials. Right. Um, and so I just I just wanted to kind of highlight that, yeah. that 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 your life has still been your life and that's filled with um seasons mm-hmm. of plenty and lack and all kinds of things, you know, pain and pleasure and all kinds yeah. of things. But um joy. Uh, but, but God has been present. Yes. And would you, I guess if you could speak to that as well, that it hasn't, it's not like, you know, you said yes and it was great the whole time. <laughs> yeah. not
1: So, you know, I think that's so interesting how scripture does not promise that yeah. when you give your life to the Lord, your life is going to uh be easy. I feel like that is a Western Christianity gospel. Uh-huh. Um, uh-huh. But the Bible, like Jesus actually says, um, you know, like if they persecuted me, they will persecute you. Right. <laughs> like right. Jesus, like right. if they hated me, they're gonna hate you. And there is blessing for us. And there but the blessing is hidden within being in the center of God's will. The blessing is doesn't always translate to material or even situations being what we think they should be. And so mm-hmm. what I find fascinating is that God's promise is that he, when we give our lives to him, when uh we receive him as lord over our lives that he will live in us the father and he will make their homes in us we will be seated with him in heavenly places but that to me that means there's a you're walking through life together you are not being removed from your life but god is walking Mm -hmm. with you through the just life because this world because of sin has fallen. We're not yet at that new heavens, new earth where everything is made right. Like we're in that in between. And so the promise is, which again, I thank God that I I caught hold of this is that we, whenever we have trials, whenever we have uh, really hard things or unfortunate things or unfair things happen in our lives, the promise is that God will be with us in that that we can lean on him and he will give us the wisdom of how to walk through something. He may remove mm-hmm. it completely mm-hmm. or you may mm-hmm. just it may just be the digging your heels in and choosing every day to trust God. And I feel in my life I honestly I have more stories of the digging my heels in and seeking God every day for guidance mm-hmm. as I walk mm-hmm. through mm-hmm. the storm than having <laughs> um yeah, so yeah I think um the the walk of Christianity is not an easy walk by any means but it is a good walk and it's a mm-hmm. it's a fulfilling walk and it's a walk that makes you um essentially become more like Christ become more loving become more um, ultimately who God designed you to be and I think and that's mm-hmm. not an easy process because of sin and you know crazy life experiences and maybe you know your household <laughs> sure, how yeah. you grew up so anyways yeah. um yeah
0: now I love that you I love that you use the term unfair right yeah <laughs> that's like such a that's a powerful word in today's culture yeah. right mm-hmm. um, um, we, we live in a world where we're given this idea that things must be fair. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love the imagery you painted around that, like sort of digging your heels in and just continuing to seek God through faith. Yes. Right. That's that's right. That we have, we have the belief mm-hmm. that um, that that we will persevere. Uh, <laughs> unfair. That's such a powerful word. Yeah. So, 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 mm-hmm. if you if you were going to, or could, or in your life, in your kind of now life, because you said once you went to NC State and, and, de- and rededicated your life to Christ, you've kind of continued the path per, uh, more persistently, mm-hmm. right? Like, um, how would you say um, God has revealed His truth to you? It, it, does it happen for you in like these? big flashy ways or is it that you know continuing to hear the holy spirit speak to you clearly or how to how do you discern god's truth from just everyday life i guess is what i'm saying yeah
1: that's a great question so um i think the foundation of being able to hear god's truth is to immerse yourself in him so reading your word Mm -hmm. um praying Mm -hmm. taking time to worship set carving time out every day uh to really i give yourself the space to actually spend time with god and you know that's the struggle like real life <laughs> you know it's just like yep. I'm, I'm i'm sleepy I'm, um, you know I've, I've got so much going on but i think um there you know i had i have a friend ha- i have a friend where for her, her walk with the Lord, she was able to have like long hours of extended time, just praying and crying out to the Lord. And, and she would get, um, you know, just direction from God. And for me, I've not had that, that has not been my story. My story has been (laughs) when I'm, Cleaning the bathroom, like cleaning the bathroom, <laughs> and you know, like I'm praying, you know, praying in tongues, praying in my heavenly language, while I'm or folding mm-hmm. laundry, or mm-hmm. when I am mm-hmm. on the road, and you know, praying or worshiping, listening to music, and yes, I do have those more set aside times where I do try to carve out. Typically, for me, nighttime is my time, like with the Lord. I, you know, it's so mm-hmm. funny. Nighttime doesn't give get its due credit. You know, a lot of people are like, you know, first thing in the morning, you know, wake yes, up. Yes, yes. I'm like, I wake up. Yeah, <laughs> I've tried. I've tried. And it can feel so demoralizing if, if, if <laughs> a listener like me has like set their alarm for six o'clock, five 30, I'm going <laughs> to read my word. And it's just like, you know what, um, God, like Jesus also like stole away at night. And at night, uh-huh. and, you know, pray to the Lord, and you know, because we get the story of him walking on water where did he come Watch from? You. He was like, He had just come from spending time with the Lord in the evening, he was there in the morning, too, you know. But like, oh, switch it up. Goodness. So, for me personally, um, morning times, I do, I mean, I do, uh. Put on the Bible app and I'll listen to that as I'm doing my morning routine, like waking up. But my more meaningful times mm-hmm. with the Lord are at night. Sorry about that rant, but I feel somebody needs needed that, like that affirmation. <laughs> no, that
0: you you spoke to somebody. That was, somebody needed to yeah, hear that. That like, is for sure. Yeah,
1: if, if nighttime is your time or the afternoon, I think the key is not so much per se that the time of day, although that's important, Mm -hmm. but it's just making sure you find time period, like carve that time Mm -hmm. out. But so sorry, the foundation is you're carving setting aside time for reading your word. Um, And I think as you're reading your word, as you are praying, as you are worshiping um, that God in my own life, like I said, I feel like it's, it's as I'm doing life there, I have never had an experience where the heavens opened up and I heard an audible (laughs) voice from the Lord saying, Sonia, do this. Mm -hmm. It has always Mm -hmm, been mm -hmm. an impression. Like I'm Mm -hmm. building laundry, I'm cooking. Mm-hmm. and you know i'm thinking about some things and i you know like i hear the holy spirit saying you know like you should do this or you need to repent of this like mm-hmm. it's in day to day life it's 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 every day it's it's just like it's a relationship right yeah. um and so yeah that's that's how i've been able to um just really uh, hear and receive the truth of God is is just one first cultivating that those the habit of reading the word worship prayer but then two um just doing life and mm-hmm. keeping my ears open um for whenever uh, God
0: would speak yeah I, th- I think that's so such a powerful message all of it especially the it doesn't matter the time of day thing but also <laughs> because <laughs> Because I think there there's a lot of just misconceptions around, I mean, I've had my own children, right? Because they mm-hmm. hear these messages around, oh, listen for the word of the Lord, or, you know, let God speak to you. And my own, like, you know, tween age children are like, mm-hmm. God doesn't talk to me, right? And so just trying to pour into them, like, you know, no, not you might not hear a voice, right? But just understanding, yeah. you know, what it feels like to yeah. know that the, you know, word is, word is from God and also teaching them, right? Like that you, the more that you know about God, the more that you'll understand what that feeling is. So It's
1: it's amazing because God's thoughts towards us are as numerous as the stars in the sky, as the sand on the seashore. And I heard one pastor say that oftentimes we discredit the voice of the Lord because we overcomplicate it. Um, You know, if you ask God to speak to you, he will speak. Um, It's just, do you have static or things in the way that need to be removed? But yeah, often for me, God speaks to me. It's a thought. It might be a vision, like a a Mm -hmm. picture in my mind. Sometimes Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it may be a song uh, because, you know, I, I tend to have like a playlist in my mind (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and there are times where, I'm, you know, I'm going through something and it's like a song just comes to mind. And I'm like, well, I know that's not Satan sending a song to my mind for the thing that I need to hear in this moment. <laughs> that's bringing tears to my eyes. Like that must be the Lord, you know? So right, right. I, I think there is a level of demystifying um, hearing the voice of the Lord um, that, you know, I think is important to teach that God mm-hmm. wants to speak and he's always speaking. Um, yeah. We just have to tune our ears.
0: Yeah, I think that's so powerful. Thank you for sharing that. Um, so if there's anything else that you feel like you, if you were just, again, I try to sit in this place and think, okay, when I was new, I still consider myself new. <laughs> yeah. There's so much more for me to learn. But what would you like to say to encourage a new believer or someone who is just curious about, how God loves them or what his truth is? What would you say to encourage them?
1: Yeah. So I would encourage new believers to, um, to first and foremost, how do I say this? Um, The, what you feel right now in this new relationship with the Lord Continue to cultivate that continue. Um, I would encourage you read your word. I think, uh, you know, it's interesting. Sometimes, somehow, sometimes reading the Bible doesn't sound as glamorous <laughs> or as sexy, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. The, the Bible is the written word of God and anything, if you, even if you heard an audible voice from the Lord or you received an angelic visitation the word of God is actually that the final authority, like if it and so by reading the word and getting the word in you and knowing the word of God, you can actually test those thoughts that come to mind of like, is this the Lord or is not read his word. Like, I guarantee you, there may not be a specific verse in scripture that says you should buy this car, but <laughs> there will be a passage in scripture that speaks to the wisdom of being a good steward of your resources. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's the, the word of God. I would say, yeah, as a new believer, fall in love with God's word and mm. then, and and commit yourself to that. And then next, um, learn to love the people of God and be in and, and seek out community aggressively, I would say. And I, I know that's kind of tough in our, in our COVID world right now,
0: um, mm-hmm. At
1: Kings Park, we offer life groups that um, mm-hmm. individuals can get involved in. But mm-hmm. I would say those two things like fall in love with the word of God, be aggressive in like um, Bible study, reading your word, seek out devotional, seek out uh, books um, to just grow. And it, it's like um, feed on the word of God and then um, uh, look, see- look for and seek out that community. Cause those are the things that I feel in my own story, keep you over the, like over time through trials. It's like mm-hmm. the word of God and community. Mm-hmm. It's like mm-hmm. the word mm-hmm. of God community, like those two things, hands down, um, are essential. Uh, and of course there are other disciplines and things that you can cultivate over time, but. Um, that's what I would tell a new believer: fall in love with the Word of God and seek out um, the people of God and community.
0: I think those are themes that we we hear uh, on this podcast over and over again. And so, you know, if I were testing that against the Word of God, I would say that's that's probably the truth. I would say, that. yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's scripture about not forsaking the fellowship, and that is that is absolutely. I would I would. Uh, I, I think that, um, you know, it can be really hard. It can seem intimidating. And so mm. I would say to anybody who's listening, you don't have to memorize scripture. I can't, I do not, I can't remember scripture uh, verse and and chapter, uh, but I, I get the themes. Mm. <laughs> and, I try, and I can sort of point to where it's at. But that to me is where having the community comes in, right? So I, I have really good, um, sister, friends who are much better at that than me, and yeah. so it helps when we can study together, right? Yeah, um, and it's and, yeah,
1: uh, and it's the back and forth too. So I, I will say to the scripture memory, you know, I, I definitely do champion and encourage that. Yeah, uh, you know, like there is a, um, it, it it's easier to uh, remember scripture when it you're walking through something that that scripture pertains to,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, and it's really hard to. Uh, walk through a trial if you don't have scripture (laughs) Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, like mm -hmm. memorized so I but I I hear you it's like you need that community to remind you or even point you to help you find that scripture that you need that you need yeah you
0: know over your house so I hear you yes 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 so that's that's what I want them I want people to know is where you feel like you're lacking, the, right. the truth about God's community is that it's a body, right? Mm-hmm. And so I can't, if I don't have what I need, I can go back to right. the other believers and get what I need. Um, right. And so that's really the purpose. That's why, if you've heard it here on this podcast before, it's instructional for your mm-hmm. good, right? Yeah. For your good to make you better. Mm-hmm. Um, so. So great. Then uh, what else? Anything else? Any closing? We're we're, we're at 30 minutes or so. Yeah. And, uh, well, <laughs> I will
1: yeah, I'll I'll be super brief. I'll just say that I actually uh, if individuals would like to find out more about me um and sort of uh what I'm up to Um, So I am uh, the vocal director and worship leader at Kings Park International Church. Um, I actually (laughs) just finished writing a devotional on the life of Hannah. Um, And so, yeah. So if people want to find out more information about that um, or me, uh, they can go to my website. So I have a website. It's SonyaTurner.com. So it's my name is S-O-N-Y-I-A Turner. Dot com so I believe it's uh oh hold on let me make sure I know my own website Son- <laughs> Sonia.Turner. that's what I okay. was like I, I felt like something was no it's not
0: Sonia.Turner.com. is that what no it right? is not no it is sonia turner.com
1: turner. turner. yeah. sorry <laughs> sonia turner.com so this is it's fairly new so please forgive me listeners. sonia no turner problem. so s o n y i a turner t u r n e r rcom
0: Okay. Yeah. S-O-N-Y-I-A Turner, T-U-R-N-E-R dot com. Yes. Well, we encourage anyone who is listening to go check out your website and to get that devotional on Hannah. That sounds like that would be really yes. um, enriching to and, and encouraging for
1: women. Yes. So thank you. It's uh, Thank you for this conversation and the opportunity to share and um, I, I do pray and hope that
0: this was a blessing to someone. I I am certain that it will. Your story is so, um, unique. And that's one of the things that I love. Um, and as we close, I'll just say, I say to listeners every time we certainly, if you're local, we invite you to join us at Kings Park. Um, you can find us at kingspark.org, um, we uh, would love to welcome you in worship. If you are not local, we encourage you. We encourage you to find a um, place of worship where you feel comfortable and that is teaching the gospel of Jesus Christ. Um, Sonia, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you for agreeing to speak with um, me and uh, the listeners. And I, I, I definitely... See I, it is always encouraging for me. I, I love hearing this and hearing these stories. And even on days when I'm like, ah, you know, this is a task, but it always, when I leave, I'm like, ah, this is great. I'm yeah. so excited. I can't wait for people to hear it. So I know that your schedule is very busy. um, And so thank you for taking the time out to do this. So. Thank you. Just a postscript. To find Sonia's devotional and find out more about what she's doing, you can go to soniaturner.com. That is S-O-N-Y-I-A-T-U-R-N-E-R dot com. Thanks for listening. listening to The Truth Is, a podcast by the Women's Ministry at Kings Park International Church in Durham, North Carolina.